good morning. Amazed to see you all here. After what happened on this stage last night, this is really a tough spot to be in. I'm following uh, the Crow performance with a little help from Robin Williams, and all the excitement that was, was around that. Uh, I, I only know how to make molecules dance, not people, so I'll have to be a little quiet this morning. I, I, I'm a chemist. I make molecules, along with Dick Schrock, who's at MIT, and Yves Chauvin, who's in France. We received the uh, prize this year uh, that for, for developing a reaction that, that is a chemical dance that rearranges molecules. I didn't start out to win the prize. In fact, in Fasentrot, one didn't know what the prize was. Uh, we were only interested in understanding a, a new and fundamentally new way that molecules reacted. It's been a really long and rewarding journey of, of about 35 years. Back to a little history. When I was in high school in Paducah, Kentucky, where we had moved to, so I could go to a better school, uh, in, in, when I was about a sophomore or junior, Sputnik went up. And Sputnik was launched by the Soviet Union. And, and this event had changed America, and it and really changed my life. Because, because suddenly the U.S., which had the, the arrogance that it was number one, suddenly discovered that it was behind in space, and being behind in space meant it was behind in technology. And, and Russia had been totally devastated during World War II, and so how had this happened? So suddenly this, this started a change in the way students and people were educated, the, the amount of funding that went into research. It, it allowed people like me uh, to sort of follow my dream people who were interested in science to, 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 to follow that and to move forward. And, and, and this resulted in, a, in an interesting new way of doing things, because essentially the Cold War was a war of technology. And my generation of scientists was trained as part of this effort, and our careers were shaped and supported by the patterns established during this period. And so this, uh, this pushed for everybody who had an ability to move into it. And so, and so basically, I started out as an ag major, which is, which is basically all I knew from Kentucky. But fortunately in college, through a, a spectacular professor who introduced me to research, introduced me to research in organic chemistry, uh, I was able to discover chemistry and start working in the field. Being a scientist, a university professor, or winning prizes for science certainly weren't childhood dreams uh, or my goals. The situation though is changing. We're now moving from a situation where we're fighting to, to survive as a nation to a situation where we're having to survive as a world. Instead of, just, instead of competing, competing as nations for dominance, we should be shifting our efforts toward the development of the technology that allow us to live in the future. For example, your generation will have to answer the question, is global warming a result of, in, of increased greenhouse gases? Or is the present global warming just a natural fluctuation, which some people would have you to believe? The consequences for getting this one wrong will be profound. I, for one, don't think we can afford to assume anything other than greenhouse gases. Another important question you'll have to answer uh, is, how can we power the planet without destroying it with pollution or radiation? We had a great reminder of the 20th anniversary of Chernobyl recently. This powerful indicator that these questions have been around for a long time and are not going to go away. And it's going to be up to your generation 
to understand how to do this and to work on how to do this. And hopefully the funding, the will, will go in to making these changes. Are we going to need another Sputnik? I don't know. Are we going to need a disaster for us to do it? I was able to, to, to pursue a general set of reactions for over 35 years, following one surprising result after the other. At each stage, it was funded mostly by federal agencies. It's been great watching the science develop. It, it, it's been fun watching something that we started out as just a fundamental question, just an amusing thing to observe, and watch it grow into uh, a reaction that is, is developing new ways of making plastics giving us more environmentally conscious ways of controlling insects, developing methods for the conversion of renewable resources, and better ways of making renewable drugs. None of these were things that I started out to do. One of the wonderful aspects of, of the system of science and research that developed in the US in the 60s and 70s, and, and has led to our really huge technical breakthroughs over the last few years, was the ability for people to explore fundamental problems explore problems just because they were interesting without you know, some vague notion that they might be useful someday. For you who decide to go into research, decide to take on the exciting journey of fundamental research, I hope that you have the opportunity to follow these through with only one limitation. You do good science, strive to do interesting, creative, and responsible science to the highest standards. Not because there's an immediate direct application, but because you're fascinated with the process of discovery. In the end, this leads to, a, to, leads to new things, because step changes, that is, changes that fundamentally change how we do things, don't come from tweaking old technology. It comes from fundamental new discoveries that open up completely new ways of solving problems. I'm not sure a lot of people get it. And that's what you will have to do, is you'll have to educate the politicians, the policymakers, in ways that uh, will allow people to follow these fundamental issues which will allow the step changes in technology. And, to, and, so, and so I lucked out and found a topic that led to the big prize. But the prize is just a small part. The real joy was the excitement of discovery, of watching my students and coworkers make new discoveries and grow as scientists. Over 220 young coworkers have worked with me over the years. It's their hard work, commitment and creativity in solving problems that have led to my successes. And it's also been really fun watching them grow up and become scientists on the run and now be professors in major universities. That's really probably one of the most rewarding things. And so, and so I wish you well in your chosen careers and hope that you also luck out and find something that you're excited about, something that you can commit to. And also good luck solving these really big problems that are going to have to be solved if we're going to keep living. Thanks. <laughs>